0: You are going to be the best mom. I have an amazing mother.
1: You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651 641 1071. Or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here for The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon, and we're in with today with one of our favorite experts to help you and your family get on the road to financial freedom and success, Cassandra Brazier, one of the chief instigators over at Clear Step Financial. <laughs> Good morning again, Cassandra. Good morning, Miss Shannon. I am always so excited when you come in because, I, you know, I know that I get the luxury of if I really have a question, I can just... Like text you and go, Cassandra, should I do this? You know, kind of thing. But the fact that we get to share all these tips with all the my talkers out there, that mm-hmm. it might be something that they were sitting around and they may see, you know, a story in the news or really wonder, how do I really get this financial foundation for mm-hmm. me and my family and, and how do I even, like, pass some of these tips along to, you know, my children and make right. sure that we all just become a little bit more healthy financially as we you know go from generation to generation. And mm-hmm. so the fact that you come in and you get to share all of these tips and, and, and give some people some some clarity on maybe some courses they should take that's great yes yes here to be a resource yes and so and the other thing is that you're making it very easy for them to find you because Mm -hmm. not only do you have the facebook page moms talk money Mm -hmm. now you have the website set up we do a very easy place for everybody to find the resources that you were providing
0: Right, we really. I just we wanted to have a real super easy way for people if they're looking to request a consultation, if they want to just receive ongoing emails and get updates on the economy and money tips and hear about events and seminars and things that we're having. It's it's a very that's this is the perfect way to go do it. It's momstalkmoney.com. So if you go there, um, you can you can do either one. You can request a complimentary consultation. You can get on the email list. You can do both. Right. Um, just go there and there's some there's just some good resources.
1: And I love. I I like being on email lists like this because it is just a reminder that you can succeed at these types of things. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, one of the things that you cover, you know, every time you're on the show is you talk about those seven steps to financial that for your financial foundation. And we're going to go over that again this morning. But it is just one of those going, you know, one of the things that you had mentioned to me is. Just because you fall off one of these things doesn't mean that you can't get back on and start again. That's right.
0: Yep, pick yourself back up again, right? Right. How
1: many of us have done that? Right, and so if you have any questions today, you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And remember, securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments, member FINRA, SIPC. And so, again, let's go over real quick, just review those seven steps.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna do this super quick, Mm because I know for those of you that have listened before, You've heard these. I think it's good just to have a quick review. Right. And if you're new, this just gives you a little bit of an overview of the of the general areas that we look at. And there's a lot more that goes into it. But this is kind of the general. The first thing we look at is just freeing up as much money for people within their budget, within their cash flow situation. The next thing is managing debt, just getting a strategy in place to eliminate it. Um, number three, building up that short-term savings. So right. that could be like an emergency fund where you've got a cushion of three to six months is really what's ideal for people. Number four is looking at insurance planning. That could be life insurance. Most people have health, it could be disability, it could be long term care. It just depends on people's situations. Number five then is what number. Is your goal that you should be saving every month to get to whatever your retirement goal is, or that right. financial independence goal?
1: Because maybe you wanted to, you know, you plan on working a little bit longer. Maybe you go, no, I need to get out of this quicker. Yes, and so it's a, you know working on a mix of things to make you get to that goal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. just knowing what that number is. Number six. Um, it, number six is then once you get to retirement, it's drawing that income and. Allianz recently did a study not too long ago that they found 30% of Americans who are 55 or older, so getting to that retirement age, said that they were more worried and concerned about running out of money in retirement than they were of dying. Mm, Yes. And that's, I mean, that's a big worry for people. Once you get closer to retirement is that you don't want to run out of money. Right. And that's one of the most important critical parts is Equally is critical, right? You want to have enough money once you get to retirement so that then you can draw an income and not run out of it. But there are different ways of drawing income from different places. It really is. There's it's a whole process in and of itself. How do you do that? So and then the last thing we look at is estate planning. Um, And we have estate planning attorneys that work with us and our team uh, and that we have a number of them so we can help people just get situated with someone if they need that piece. And I just always encourage people, we talk about this, to look at estate planning like a
1: positive thing, not like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm planning for my death. It's like, no, you're planning for other people's future or taking a burden off of some other people in your your family because you do talk about it. So instead of looking at it from a position of something that's negative or is a dark thing in your life. Yeah. It's like, no, this is, this is, it sounds crazy, but part of the fun part to go, oh, look, I took care of that. Well, look, you guys what don't happened, have to worry about look what it. what
0: happened with Prince. Right. And he had no plan, right? No estate planning at all, which he had been advised to do several times along the way. And he just said, I'm not, but it's right. creating
1: huge issues now within the family. I remember like, even like my grandma. You know, I remember my mom bringing it up and my grandma being like real like suspicious. Like, well, why do you want me to do that? What are you going to do? And it's like, you know, what everybody's family is not like some nefarious character. (laughs) That's going to sit there and like come and do something villainous to you once you write a will. Right, that is right. not what it is. Oh, that's funny. Right? You don't even have to worry about it. You can write a will and not even tell anybody. <laughs> right. Just have like this. Have, you know, you can put that in there that every once in a while they have to check in with you. <laughs> so if you're worried that somebody is going to come after you and your family, if they know you have a will, just keep it to yourself. to right. Get it done. There you go. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's just good to have that in place. Right. So if any of those areas are areas that you've thought about or that you've had questions about or that you have a family member that you're concerned about, right? Because I've had people say, too, like you were saying, mm-hmm. I don't want to bring it up to grandma because right. I don't want her to think. <laughs> so sometimes if you have someone else be the one to bring it up, it's, it's different, right? They hear right. it differently. They don't take it the same way. And it's so, different
1: when it's a professional. Like right. you can tell your friends all kinds of tips and they think that you're just crazy. Where it's like, no. <laughs> Here's a professional. This is what they do. They, you know, they are accustomed to coming up with all of the pieces of this puzzle yeah. for clients mm-hmm. so they can work with you to
0: help you come up with a good plan. Absolutely. So, I'm, you know, that's what that's one of the things, too. People will come and say, hey, I want you to talk to my mom. I yes. want you to talk to my kids. I want you whatever the <laughs> case is. I think they'll hear it different. Right. So absolutely. So go to momstalkmoney.com. Um, you can get information there on that kind of stuff. So I'm excited today. We have 10 tips for financial success.
1: Yes. And why did you decide to talk about that today?
0: So I, again, as I sit down with people and I meet with people, I just find over and over again, there are these same, a lot of the same themes that people who are doing well financially and succeeding. They have a lot of these same kind of things or the people who aren't doing as well they are not doing a lot of these same kind of things. Okay. So I thought this would be a good topic to just touch on these 10 things. Certainly this is not exclusive. There's a lot of other things too you could be doing that would be helpful. Right. And these aren't the only things. Um, and it doesn't mean if you're not doing them all that you're not successful either. <laughs> these are just really good, helpful things. Right. So the, the first thing is that... It, Pay off your credit cards monthly. Okay, and I think a lot of people would say, "Of course, yeah, I would, I knew that." But really, if you if you are not doing that, or if you are not in that habit already, that could really be hurting you financially. I mean, the average credit card rate right now is, if it's just kind of that introductory, not even introductory, because sometimes they'll do zero percent for a, a period, right? Right. But when it goes to an actual percentage, it's about fifteen percent is the national average right okay. now for kind of what it goes to. So. If you're not paying that off and you keep occurring a Carina balance on that, and that balance with that kind of an interest rate would double almost every five years. So, so you're costing
1: yourself money you by really not paying are. it off. You okay. really are.
0: And again, if you've got any kind of a late payment on there. Right. Which, you know, again, maybe... Most of us have experienced at one point in time in our life, yes. right? Whether it was a long time, time ago, or recently, flies. like sometimes right? and we're it's, so
1: busy, right? Sometimes it's you don't have the money to make the payment, and
0: sometimes it's like ah, oh, like you feel the worst when you're like, I could have paid, I it had and the money, I didn't. Yes. right? Mm-hmm. But they can legally go up to twenty nine point nine nine. Not all of them do, right? Most of them get pretty darn close, though. But if you get to that point, then you're looking at your balance doubling about every two and a half to three years. Okay. So, I mean, what do the credit card companies want you to do? They want you to pay the minimum. Right. Right. They so make they a lot of money that, that way. Yeah. They're in the business of doing that. So anyway, so that is the first tip um, is just to do that. And again, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's basic stuff. Right. right. So the second thing is keep your lifestyle the same when you get a raise. Which is what
1: you definitely don't want to do. You're like, oh, congratulations <laughs> oh, no. to me! Right, I'm
0: gonna go out and whatever. We do sushi every <laughs> right. night now because I got ten dollars and extra, uh, extra ten and bucks in my of pocket. Wine. Right, <laughs> celebrate every night. You Why see? not? <laughs> so, but if you can do some of those if you can keep some of those desires and and wants and things and check a little bit along the way, um, it can make that much more of a difference. Right. I mean, well, I'm on, I want to get into some specifics and give you some more concrete examples on mm-hmm. that, but it really can make a big difference by just doing uh, stretching yourself a little bit more along the way every year while you're on that way to retirement. I mean, it really it could be the difference between oh, look, we have enough to buy that second property down south. Like we were talking about Arizona earlier yes. or maybe Florida or wherever down south could be, somewhere that's warmer than right. Minnesota. Right now, <laughs> we love Minnesota. It's warm here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but when it's wintertime and winter lasts for seven months, you may be getting itchy about getting right. somewhere warmer. So it could be the difference between having an option to do that or having an option maybe to do more traveling. Or I know I have several people now where they have the opportunity to take care of aging parents right. because... They, they have enough to support themselves and they don't have to work. And so and, it, it could be whatever's important to you. And I mean, Cassandra, it really
1: sounds like what you're saying is, you know, j- but you're not saying, okay, if you were living in a uh, uh, unsafe environment, you know, you know, or something, or you were only living on ramen, we're not <laughs> no, saying no. that you know that you're not allowed to go. Oh no, I have you know, this is a great you know opportunity for me, and I am doing better. Right. We're not saying we're just saying that you don't have to go. Oh, I have to immediately go and start be- uh, spending outside of what I'm accustomed to, just because you can make smart choices about right. it. Okay. Right, That's
0: really what it's about.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to continue with our 10 tips for financial success. We're also willing to take your questions. so You can call us here at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show. We are joined the Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. And it's funny the things that you talk about when you're, you really are like being... You know, critical thinking about your financial independence and what you're doing. And mm-hmm. so I always enjoy this because you it's the same thing as when you have a buddy that helps you stay on a diet where you're like, okay, we can check in and hold each other accountable. Right. So much that you bring up, Cassandra, is the same thing where it's all like, I'm not saying that you can't spend money. Mm-hmm. It's just, but do you really need to or what? It, just the thought process is so helpful.
0: Right. Just just, just really putting more um, of intention behind what you're spending money on. Right. So that, that's really what it's about, making and, those conscious decisions.
1: And we have been covering this morning the 10 tips for financial success. So if mm-hmm. anyone has any questions, they're willing to call in at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And we do have one question that's a little bit different from what we have. So, Marilyn, thanks for joining us here on The Mom Show with Cassandra from Clear Step Financial. How are you? Marilyn? Oh, yes. Hello. Hi. So Hi. you have a question about a will? Yes,
2: I do. um my father uh, and stepmother were married are married. My father passed away last November, and before he passed away, he did say that the uh, in the will the um town home will be sold, and whatever left will be divided amongst um you girls and my stepmom's children. This is of course, when she passes away. My question is. Is it
0: okay to ask my stepmom to see the will? Mm. That's a, Marilyn, that's a good question. Um, And I guess I don't know if I have the perfect answer for that because that's a little bit more on the family dynamic side of things. I don't know how your relationship with her is. Um, I think you're certainly welcome to ask I think she also yes. probably has, she, she also has the right to say that she's not comfortable showing it to you. Right, so. yes, I just didn't, I, I'm
2: leaning towards that way myself too, but I just wanted to know if that would be a proper guess.
1: It's more of an etiquette kind of a thing, comfortable, like you said. So maybe you can find an intermediary. That could do it for you, like either an estate planning attorney or someone else Mm -hmm. that could sit there and go, you know, Marilyn is just working on the mix of things that she moves into the future. We would like to know what it might be this possibility. So Mm -hmm. maybe that would make it a non-threatening way for you to ask. Mm -hmm. That seems like based upon what you've said before, Cassandra, Mm -hmm. kind of a good way to approach some of these things.
0: You could certainly do that and just say that you're looking at your future planning and so forth and then just ask and say, I know my dad had mentioned this and I'm just Wondering if this is still the case? I mean, you could you can just ask about it, and if you trust her, and if she is straightforward with you otherwise, she probably would let you know if that is the case or not. Got it. Okay.
1: Well, thanks much. Sure. Good luck with that, okay. you know, potentially, you know. It it could be awkward.
0: I know some of these things are not
1: always the easiest way, the easiest thing to bring up.
0: Right. And Mm -hmm. of course, and I'm not an estate planning attorney either. So if you do have specific questions about that too, you can certainly reach out to one or you can get in touch with me, momstalkmoney.com and you can, and I can always help get you in touch with some of the ones that work with us as well. Got it. All right.
1: All right. Thanks much. You're welcome.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. I'm
1: love that we are. I love that we are like initiating some of this contact, mm-hmm. like and having people think about those things. Because mm-hmm. I think that you know the way that we felt a little tense, even like listening to Marilyn's situation, is how a lot of people uh, are at home, or they're like, oh, I don't want to ask, I don't mm-hmm. want to bring it up, or I don't, you know. And even like some of the tips that you're covering, uh, these ten tips to financial success. You're like, yeah. do I want to look at my credit card? Do I want to see how much I really owe? on my oh, uh, yeah, on my credit yeah. card because it's a little easier to just maybe just turtle and then just go inside your shell right. and it feels more comfortable. But you really have to go and explore some of these things and mm-hmm. see how all these things mix together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know where we left off before the break is mm-hmm. talking about just keeping your lifestyle consistent when you get raises and things. And that doesn't mean that you can't evolve over time. But I just, I, I ran some numbers with a very simple example for someone if they were making 80000 a year And they just increased what they were saving 1% every year, that you just increase it by 1%. And people typically, and if, especially like if it's going into your 401k at work or something, or another place that you get it. Automatically invested, you right. you don't even miss it. It's like a bill that gets paid, right? Right. And that's how you can ensure that you're going to be putting that money away. You just have it automatically because just like so many things, how many things do we forget about doing? Otherwise, if it if it doesn't, we're so busy, right? We're so busy, and if we're not, we find things to be busy with,
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. And then from taking the advice that you've gone in before, like even if you're like an independent contractor, like I am, mm-hmm. if you have these accounts, you can set up auto debit, right? Where you're going, okay. So you have to remind yourself, wait, don't spend. That fifty dollars, you know, whatever, because <laughs> it's going to take it out of your account. But right. it's again, it's okay. Well, that fifty dollars is gone, you know, kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. it's it's already where it is. So sometimes you can use some of those things to your advantage, absolutely. Regardless, you know, so use technology to help you out. Sometimes, yeah. Look
0: mm-hmm. at it like a bill, right? right? It's it's something that you're paying for the future. Mm-hmm. You're paying it in, into in advance. But if you if you increase your savings by one percent for twenty years, and you were again, you're making eighty thousand. And you were saving, you started saving 6%. A lot of people are doing 5 6% in their 401ks a lot of times. And if you just increased it every year and then they matched half of that, but it only, typically a match, right, doesn't right. continue to increase. So that right. would stay constant. But basically, I mean, you could have contributed almost three hundred thousand by the end of that twenty years, and that does not include growth or anything like that. Hopefully, there'd be some growth in the markets right. right over that time. And then also, there's there's things that can happen when you're investing on a regular basis called dollar cost averaging, okay, without getting too technical. It's w- when when something is on sale or okay. it costs less, is that a good time to buy it? Yes. yes. Okay, right? yes, yes. Right, mm-hmm. you you see that pair of jeans and right. now it's 50% off. Now you want to go get now it. Now you buy it, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what dollar cost averaging is. It's, it's when you're buying things every single month, you know, you're investing money like in your 401k or into a Roth or an IRA. What happens is you end up picking up the downside of the market. When it goes down, you're putting money in gotcha. up as well, right? Mm-hmm. So you end up getting a good average because you're also buying when it goes down. Oh, perfect. Okay, so good to know. It's mm-hmm. a good strategy and you can end up with a little bit of a better rate of return over time that way especially if we see those fluctuations the fluctuations can be good because when you're leaving the
1: money just in there just alone then you're just worrying about the comp not worrying about but just working on that compound interest it's just the interest is Mm -hmm. going up maybe and that's that but if you're adding to it Mm -hmm. then you're buying more as you go is that what you're saying right and when it it. goes down Mm -hmm. that's when you get
0: excited about putting money in okay so you're like, this is a good time that that money, now, this money counts more kind it of does. right now. Got it, it does because it goes by the share. It's a price, right? Right. You're buying something that has a price associated with it. So when the price of it goes down and you put that same amount of money in, you're getting more of it. This is why I get so excited because I'm like, OK,
1: explain it to me. And then I can ask you the question in very basic, like bounce it back mm-hmm. to you. In a, OK, demystify all of this. this, <laughs> <That's> this right. <laughs> right. Say it in a word like let's come up with another word that makes sense to me. So I appreciate you. <laughs> Cassandra. Yes. OK, what's the next uh, our next finance our next tip? For well, financial so the
0: next thing is number three is just to be smart with major purchases, and all I mean by that is is if you if you haven't looked at your, the rest of your financial picture and you don't have that three to six months emergency fund, and maybe you don't have life insurance or you don't have some of these other pieces in place that we talk about, mm-hmm. then it might not be the smartest financial decision to buy a new car, right? Because that's going to be a higher payment typically than a used car. It might not be the smartest financial decision to buy this that big of size of a house, if right. that makes sense, when you're looking at those kinds of things. So go ahead. Right. And
1: we, uh, we do appreciate everyone who calls in for their, our mom show at 651-641-1071. And we have Jennifer on the line. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning.
2: I have a question. I'm an independent contractor. And okay. um, last year was my first year, and my tax preparer said, Don't pay your quarterly taxes. See what you're gonna owe and then because I'm a driver my mileage takes off an enormous amount. So I did that and I was fine. I knew, you know, all along not to go a little crazy and spend that money because it sure looks good just coming in every week. But, um, so I paid at the end of the year and it was about $4,600, which didn't hurt me. It made me feel the dent for sure. Sure. But so now I'm wanting to know, I was going to pay quarterly, but that kind of did put a dent in it at the beginning of the year. (laughs) So I didn't want to just like then go back into my account and pay. And because I don't know again, how much, especially with this new, with Trump's new plan, I don't know how that's going to affect my income. So I don't, I don't know if I should pay, can you pay like, Every six months, or my thought was okay i 'll save that money i 'll set it in a different savings account, set aside several thousand dollars, and just see and pay at the end of the year again i 'd rather have the money up front if I need it right uh, so, yeah. but i don 't know if that's a wise i'm very i 'm a very much a spendthrift i 'm very
0: good with my money. But so I've you're disciplined enough. Like
1: you're disciplined enough that you're not going to spend up all the money that we might have to put never. in the taxes.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> so that, never, never. And that's a really good question. And you're right, because the tax laws are changing. In fact, we had um, Karen Karen Conley, an IRS specialist on in February, to talk about the last tax season, right? Right. And mm-hmm. likely we'll try and have her on again to talk about now all the changes with that. So it's a really good question, and a lot has changed. And So the tax side of it, that's not where my specialty is, and I'm not an expert in taxes, so... It's probably best that now there's a lot of questions I could answer around the rest of your situation that would all kind of collaborate with the tax Mm -hmm. side of it. But for this specific question, I would really go to your accountant, whoever's helping you with your taxes, and just double check and just say, will I have any kind of penalties if I do it this way? This is what I'd like to do. Likely it could be a real quick couple minute conversation on the phone with them. They can probably answer your questions specifically for your situation and put your mind at ease about what you're doing. But it sounds yeah. like I mean it sounds it's great that you seem to be, you know, good with your finances. That's wonderful.
2: Yes, you know, I know how to get a nickel out of
1: a penny. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great talent. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing with us, Jennifer. Good luck on your journey. And yep. it is. It, it you know, it, it's you do, you know, Jennifer brings up a good point, Cassandra. It's like it's good to have a team and it's okay mm-hmm. to sit there and go you know I do need a person that I can ask this question and then sometimes it's starting with someone like you that can then go oh no here's the next person you should right. talk to and how do you eventually roll in the proper people that can right. give you the answers that you need.
0: Absolutely that's, that's what I'm doing with people all the time again that's why we say you need to talk to an estate planning attorney about this piece. You need to talk to your tax person about this piece and then I help people with the other areas of their finances that I cover so it really is it's all about having the right specialists talk about the right things and not trying to have one person do everything because it really is it's too much it's too much information to try and be an expert and and really up to date with all those
1: different areas well speaking of information we are going to cover some more of the 10 tips to financial success courtesy of our friend cassandra brazier from clear step clear step financial and momstalkmoney.com we'll have that information when we return here on the mom show thank you for joining us here on the mom show cassandra brazier from clear step financial is with us also from mom's talk money and we're taking your questions at 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 she's been covering the 10 tips to financial success.
0: We've had some good information for. Well, and and that's uh, you know some good callers already this show. So that that's great. It mm-hmm. was great. Just questions about wills and trusts and things and inheritances and questions about taxes and how to position things properly and avoiding penalties. Those are great questions. When I work with people when those are things that come up in conversations, I know Shannon and I we were talking about this during the break, but that's it's good for people to know that this is who you have to talk to and this is the question to ask. And so it's good to have people kind of coaching you and guiding you through who, which specialists to talk to and what to ask them. Exactly,
1: (laughs) right. So I'm like, there are some things where you're like, oh, wait, I thought this person... Because sometimes I feel like I just misunderstand people's jobs,
0: right? Yeah, kind of thing. I'm like, well, oh, wait that's not what they do. How many times do you say to someone they tell you what they what their title is, and you say, so what do you do? Then? Exactly. <laughs> what do you do?
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I I appreciate that you can kind of like help us, you know, figure out who is the right person in this yeah. puzzle as we're putting our financial success and you know together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes a
0: village. Yeah, it takes a village to raise a child, and it takes a village to get to retirement. Exactly. And I I'm totally okay with that now, thanks to you. <laughs> so, the 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 thing we left off on before some of those great calls is um, just being smart with major purchases. And what I was we were what we were going to get to was maybe maybe right now where you're at, you buy that used car for now, right? Maybe you don't buy as much house right now so that you can really get things to a good place financially. If you're at that good place financially and you're saving what you should be saving monthly, and you've sat down and you have a plan in place. Buy the new car then, buy the bigger house, do the home improvements, go on the extra vacations, right? And so, and if you're not at that point financially, it doesn't mean you can't do those things, but just try and have strategies and be smarter about it. Maybe you take the vacation, but you try and do it on a little bit more of a shoestring, right? Right. You don't go all out on it. So there's just ways to still enjoy yourself along the way, but just be smart about it also and be working towards your financial goals. Right.
1: Because you don't want to sit there and worry about, you know, have to worry about this later. Because right now you're like, I really needed to go to Cancun twice.
0: (laughs) Did you have to? (laughs) Right, you didn't have to. Right. I guess that could be debated, right? (laughs) (laughs) Some winters do wear
1: you out, and you're like, maybe I do need to get out of here twice. Right. mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, So let's go into the next thing. Is number four is try to avoid taking money out of your retirement accounts before retirement. This is such a key thing, right? Because
1: when you know you have that that stockpile and you see yeah. that number, and you're like, "But I could do this with it," or right, you know, you know, back to your like, there are so many, you know, life little things that would make you feel really good today mm-hmm. that you go, "Oh, but maybe I will only take, I'm only going to take twelve hundred dollars out of it, and right. it feels like it's not much, right?"
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you a quick example, and it's hard now when I when I do like a home party, like an educational home party, or when I do uh, a seminar, right? It's easy, I have a screen and I'm showing people pictures, right? So I'm gonna try and explain this as best I can without anyone seeing it. But here's where it could really drastically impact you and affect your retirement. Let's say that you've got 20 years before you're retiring, You've got 100000 in your, your retirement accounts, and you say, I'm only going to take out half. Right. And it's some big, exciting, major purchase. Yes. You fill in the blank. Okay. So you take out 50000 Some people think, well, maybe I would be short 50000 in retirement, but it's not going to really, and you know what I mean, it's not right. going to impact me that much. I still have $50,000, yes. right? And I'm going to pay it back, and I'm going to save extra, and people have really good intentions. I'll catch up. Right. Okay. But what happens? What can happen is that fifty thousand that you take out now, over twenty years, money compounds. Right. And when it's growing. So let's say, for example, if it was going to double three different times in that twenty years. Yes. So fifty thousand would become a hundred first, mm-hmm. right? When it doubles. When a hundred thousand doubles, it becomes two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. When two hundred thousand doubles, it becomes four hundred thousand. So can you imagine how taking that 50000 out now would make you 400000 short in 20 years? Got does it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It mm-hmm. can have a huge impact on your future retirement. Right. And that's why it's one of the biggest things if you can avoid it. Now, sometimes you can't. Right. And I understand that. Or maybe it's something you've already done. Don't beat yourself up about it. The point to all this is trying to get education now and being able to make better decisions moving forward or helping someone else to not make those same mistakes. Right, right. Fair enough. Okay,
1: so we are covering our 10 tips to financial success with Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. So let's see. We talked about don't take money out of your retirement plan. What's next?
0: So the next thing, and this can actually help with that, is having some kind of a midterm or like a liquid account. Okay. And what I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before, but this is one of the biggest pieces that I see missing in people's financial foundation, right? Right. You'll have that. You can, Most people have a savings account. Yes. However much is in there is different usually, right? Right. But they have a savings account and they might have some kind of retirement account or a few. They might have a 401k and a Roth and maybe an IRA. But a lot of times it's that middle piece. And what that middle piece is for is, let's say you're working hard and you're putting money into your long-term accounts and your savings, but all of a sudden you want to go on that trip this year. It might cost a couple thousand to do that. Where is that going to come from? Are you going to take it out of your savings account? It's not an emergency though. Right. Do you pull it from your retirement account? That could really be painful, right? That's not what that's for. So it's for those things that come about along the way that you want. Okay. It's for those wants. And you want to have money there for those things, too, because you want to be able to enjoy yourself along the way. So, so it's is having that a slush normally fund.
1: when people like if I knew that I was going to do something in October, do I normally set up another account that well, I will start putting like squirreling money away for it? Or is this just something you should do on an ongoing basis?
0: This would be something more, it would be more a couple years from now. Okay. Because a lot of times for people, it would be something that might be in a more balanced to conservative type of a fund because you want to, the the idea is try and get some interest on it, try and get some growth on it, right? Mm -hmm. But still have it liquid so it wouldn't be in any kind of retirement account. It wouldn't be a Roth. It wouldn't be an IRA. It wouldn't be like your 401k. So it wouldn't have any tax shelters right but it also wouldn't have any penalties to take it out when you needed it at any time.
1: So Cassandra, what kind of accounts uh, like when we hear that alphabet soup of different accounts out there, (laughs) what kind of accounts are those for that
0: midterm? Yeah, a lot of times it would just be set up in a mutual Fund of different sorts. Okay, um, and most of the fund companies out there, when you set it up, you can link it directly to your bank account, so you can set up an automatic going into it, right? Okay, and or you can go right online and also have money pulled out of it. Then, right. So when you know that things coming up that you want to eventually spend it on, then you can just link it right back and have it deposited right back into your account within a few business days. And that's what's neat about it is that it's it's just that other bucket that that's where you go to for the ones I've had people that. That you know, when we've met early on, they weren't married; they were single, and then they were they built up that midterm account, and that's what they used for an engagement ring, ah, or that's okay. what they mm-hmm. used for a down payment on a house, or that's what they used for their next car, or that's what they used for blank. Right. So it could be used for whatever, whatever that looks like for you. But it's it's having that money there for whatever that is. Okay. And then it protects. It's almost like an insurance that protects your retirement and protects your savings, your emergency fund. Right, because you go, well, this is what I, that money is there for that reason. Right. And so
1: back to what, we know, all these tips so far, it really kind of comes down to how can you save money on one side of your life so that you have money to you know put into these type of accounts so if you can mm-hmm. maybe you know cut a little bit of money out of like what you were doing for all of your you know do you have hulu netflix and cable <laughs> you know or something so finding money in those type of pockets right. to put into these savings accounts
0: it could be that it okay. could be that sometimes people have already extra money there okay so that's why the first step that i sit down with people and look at is their cash flow yes it's looking at that Sometimes there are ways that I can see that they could free up money, but it always is a personal choice for that person. Right. If that's important, if if their financial goals are important, I can help people say, you know, we need to try and free up. Uh, you know, some money, you look at this and you tell me where you want to do that with. Right. Sometimes it's a matter of just tracking your expenses. That's a great exercise, by the way. If you haven't done that, try and track your your expenses for 30 days just to see where money's going. That is one of the most empowering things to start making changes because you can see, holy cow, look how much I'm spending on this you know what? Right. I think I'm going to change that. But unless you actually consciously look at it, it's hard to make those changes. And one of the things you had suggested to me earlier was like there's some online resources
1: that do it. So I use that Mint.com yes. one that you do. And it's funny. Like, How have you liked well, that? I really like it because, you know, so Mint.com, it's, it's free to do it. You just have to spend the time to actually mm-hmm. link up all of your accounts. That's the hardest part is just yes. getting started. Yeah, just sitting there and going, I'm going to take the time to log in with all of these things. But it's mm-hmm. an app that lives on your phone. You can log into a portal from your laptop. It's really easy yep. to work with, but it helps you. It it, talks it categorizes you through, things, yes And right? it talks you through little mini budgets, like okay. And then since it's set up to the, all these different accounts, when you spend money, it'll go well, you said you were only going to spend this much money on these kinds of things. You actually spent that, and it'll send you summaries. But it doesn't
0: outright say you lied, right? No, (laughs) it just just suggested, it said, I
1: thought you were going to do this. But it also helps you save yourself money in the long run, because it will remind you about bills if you Mm -hmm. have it set up. It'll go, hey, you know, you could check your credit score and see what you have going on with this. And so it does kind of make it a little easier for, yes, you know, to sit there and go, oh, wait, maybe you want to move some money over to here. You haven't done this in a while. So there's Mm -hmm. lots of ways out there to track these things and get yourself kind of on that road to trying to be financially healthy. Yes. It's just taking the time to like get into them and not be scared of of what those numbers actually say. You just got to
0: start. Yes. You just have to start.
1: All right. Well, we do have to take a break. What are we going to cover when we get back?
0: We are going to talk about everyone's favorite life insurance, but we're going to have fun with it. Perfect. And if you have any questions, you can still call
1: 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Having a good time here this morning on the Mom Show. Joined, uh, from ClearStep Financial and Mom'sTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier is in the building. We've been covering the top, I'm sorry, the 10 tips to financial success. Yes. And we've been asking, uh, answering your questions. 651-641-1071 is the number. So we do have some time. If you have been sitting around going, I just don't know where to start. I don't know how to phrase this question correctly. You know, how do I, you know, just get on the right road to having a good financial foundation? Today is a great day for you to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, And so, okay, we were going to talk about life insurance.
0: We are. We're going to touch on this briefly, but it is one of those important pieces that if you do need it. Now, Mm -hmm. I just want to mention, too, we're going to get into this more next week. Dr. Amy from Health Foundation, she asked me to come on and talk a little bit more about things to do financially when you're raising kids. Right. So we're going to get into that a little bit more next week, but I just want to mention it, too, because it is so important. And it's not there's not a one size fits all for life insurance. And there's so many different kinds. Just like with cars, right? You can either buy a car where you're cranking the windows down. (laughs) Right. right? And there's no sunroof or moonroof, right? It's just a very basic. Right. And you're not going to pay as much for it. But then there's also cars and they are more comfortable and they have all the bells and whistles and they can have multiple functions and Bluetooth and right? right and all the all those things. So that's how life insurance can be too. It can you can find some that's very cost effective if that's where you're at with your financial situation and you're just trying to build it up because getting the right amount is the most important thing Okay, but first it's deciding what that amount is and that's really something only you can decide but my job is to guide you through that process right. of discovering what that number is and so it's it's talking about what jobs or what tasks do you want to do you want your life insurance to do okay do you want it to pay off the mortgage so that there's not a house payment there do you want it to help cover some of your income that's not going to be there anymore do you, right if your kids are still going to be going to college, college and you want to be able to put some money towards that is that something that's important to you it's kind of thinking about what are some of the things that you'd want your life insurance to do if you weren't there right which you would do otherwise and that's that's what it's about so there is no like i said there's no one size fits all but it's it's really it's if if it's something that's needed in your situation, it's so needed. My mom always says it's a gift of love. Yes, yes, exactly. So, so that's life insurance. We'll get into it more next time. Um, but number seven, this can be a real quick one, but it's just contribute at least up to the match in your retirement accounts. Right. That's pretty sometimes basic. They just,
1: you know, you, if you are if you are blessed enough to have an employer that does this, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are, but it's one of those things that maybe you gloss over, right? That you go, wait, what? You know, or they, you know, you hear these percentages. Like I remember the last company I worked at, I was in that position, yeah, and going, they match this to this percentage, but they match this to that, and
0: just mm-hmm. not really paying attention to it as early as I should have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what your company matches, go find out. Right. Ask around. Find out. Make sure you're doing at least that much. That's just the basic. If you can do a little more, great. Right. So that's the thing. Now Jennifer mentioned she's self-employed. Yes. When you're self-employed, you don't have a comp- You're not an employee, so you don't have a set up 401k. Now someone like Jennifer can set up. There's lots of different plans that you can set up as a self-employed person. Right. That you can put in that are tax deductible, like a 401k is where it can actually bring down your tax situation. Now, again, I've got to disclose that, you know, I'm not a tax advisor or CPA, but but those are areas too that operate similarly to like a 401k when it comes to your taxes with your income tax. So there's lots of things that you can do if you're self-employed. If you don't have a company 401k, that can still give you lots of ways of savings and things for your future. And like we mentioned on an earlier show this year too, a lot of people have the majority of their money in their 401k, maybe right. you're putting it up to your match or you've been a good saver there. Um, some plans have the ability to add an additional, more robust type of management to your plan. Right, and that's something too. When I sit down with people and go through their process, I do four hundred one k evals. We look at your four hundred one k plan. That's part of our planning process. Sometimes I can even help reallocate it. Right. Sometimes it's it's a matter of maybe you have the option inside of your plan to add some some additional management and things. So those are all things to look at, especially if you've done a good job saving in there. And
1: it's a resource
0: that you might have that you just didn't know that you could utilize. Right. Okay. Exactly. So that's important. Um, and then when we look at the next thing, number eight, is just take some time on your financial goals. right. And it's funny when you talk about time, because I was looking at what, how much time does the average person spend on social media a day? I don't know. Ms. Shannon, do you have any guesses? Uh... Four hours. Okay, maybe some, and I'm sure some people do. Okay, they said the average okay. was about two hours. Okay, right. so that's that probably, makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on it
1: a lot. So, but okay. you, know, that, you know, I'm I'm glad yeah. that I'm the high end of the curve. There you go.
0: <laughs> so, but they said about two hours. Um, mm-hmm. so you can you can see if this sounds like you. They said the average person spends about 40 minutes on YouTube, about 35 minutes on Facebook, about 25 minutes on Snapchat, yeah. 15 minutes on Instagram, and about one minute on Twitter. Okay, so I don't know. You know, you can see how you fit into that but the the overall about that is that people should be at least taking some time on their financial goals right right because that's something that will really drastically impact you in the future so number nine then I want to make sure we can get through all of these here quick and then we can go into a few other things but it's start if you the younger you can start saving the better Mm mm-hmm Or at least wherever you're at now, but just start. Start now. If you haven't yet, start now. If you haven't had your situation looked at, start now. Just do whatever you need to do. Start now. Don't procrastinate any further because time is one of our biggest assets. Right. Time and money can work together really well over time. But if you don't have enough time in the equation, the outcome is not the same.
1: Because sometimes the mix might be, okay, here's what you can do. That seems like a small change right now. When It would have to be a drastic change if you waited. 10 years, Mm -hmm. right? Okay.
0: Yep. You can, you, you may need to save way more if you continue to procrastinate. Um, We talk about in some of our different educational seminars and things and events, the, the cost of waiting, how much more it can cost you. Um, And that's one of the things. So, so the last thing then is work with an advisor, find someone that you feel comfortable with and that will take the time with you. So if you want to reach out to me, that's great. You can go to momstalkmoney.com and request a time for us to set up. You can find if there's someone else you know that you're comfortable with, great. But I just encourage you to find someone to work with because having someone who has this expertise that this is what they do, they can give you some tools, they can educate you, they can give you some information to get you on the right track and help you to know what steps to take initially to get going or wherever you're at in your process. Maybe you're at the doors of retirement. Those are all important things. I mean, I was talking to a lady this last week about social security and for a married couple, there's 81 different ways and strategies of taking social security. Goodness, How do okay. you know which one is going to maximize your social security the most? Right. If you're single, there's about nine different strategies, but there's so many, there's so many components because if you've been married and you're were married over 10 years, then you divorced, but you're not married now. I mean, there's so many things that play into it. So it, so work with someone. That's the biggest thing. Work with someone so you're not leaving money on the table or making some mistakes that could have benefited you.
1: And I think all of our experts here on The Mom Show, like between you and then our friend Dr. Amy from uh, Health Foundations and also the, the good folks from Sheridan and Dulles, our family attorneys. Mm-hmm. What they you guys, a central theme that you guys all say is it's OK to work with somebody and it's also yes. good to We'll say interview we mm-hmm. make things because I think all of you guys are great to work with. But you guys all mentioned that different people have different communication styles. Sure. Maybe you need someone that works in a certain way or they right. there's a certain way that they communicate. So you have, a, like everybody says, you can do consultations. You can yep. you know take advantage of these, you know, that that first free visit so that you can go. It's OK. Yeah. Maybe that isn't quite the right fit for me mm-hmm. because all of these things are very important. And these are building, you're building a relationship with someone yep. who's going to help you make good decisions decisions. So it's okay to go out there and go, I need to take a little bit of time to find the right person for me. Absolutely.
0: You know, and on top of that, on top of just doing an individual consultation, I know sometimes I talk to business owners and they say, well, we'd love to be able to have some education for our employees. Mm -hmm. We've done lunch and learns where we can come in and over a lunch hour, we can just go through some basic information for people. Um, We've done, like I said, educational home parties. Those are so fun because who would rather sit on their couch with a glass of, ri- of wine and some snacks and be yes. able to ask some questions than sit in an office setting for a seminar, right? Right. So a lot of times that's more fun. You can get some girlfriends together or some guy friends and just sit down and, and we have fun. We just right. talk about finances and, and it's a fun environment and you feel more comfortable answering questions. So right. go to momstalkmoney.com, um, sign up for email information, money tips, economic information. You'll hear about our events or you can request to set up a time. Just... I'm here to be a resource for people. Perfect. And it's easy. It's very easy. And again, you can always find the
1: information as well. If you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, you use the keyword mom show. Mm-hmm. You get all the information that's there as well. And I know you're going to come in, I believe next week again, you're going to talk to yes. us along with our good friend, Dr. Amy from Health Foundations Birth Center. Absolutely. So that's going to be a great show
0: as well. Talking to the parents out there, what can you be doing to make sure that your kids are all set up financially for their futures?
1: So again, we encourage you to go to the website, moms talk, Money.com. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the mom show. Thank you.